0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Self Made CEO podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Finch. How are you guys doing today? In today's episode, we are talking all about what to do when you just don't feel like it. When you don't feel like doing it, it, whatever it is, right? We all have those days or we all have those times when we just don't feel like it. Have to run an errand? Don't feel like it. Have to do my taxes? Usually I really, really don't feel like it. And what I've noticed is sometimes even the things that we do enjoy most in life, like hanging out with friends or going out, we just don't feel like it sometimes, and that is okay. But today's episode is going to be all about what to do when you just don't feel like it, but you need to do it anyway. And you guys know I'm all about those little life hacks and strategies, and no problem is too big for us here to solve on the Self Made CEO podcast. So I'm really excited about this one. Without further ado, this is episode 55, what to do when you just don't feel like it. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone's uh, week is going well. Happy freaking hump day. Um, I'm curious, what has it been like in your guys' cities right now? I know LA is still very much on lockdown, but potentially will be starting to open up some things soon. I'm curious, what is going on with you guys? Have things opened? Are they starting to go back to normal? I just can't believe it's already been over two months of this. I feel like this has just completely created a new normal, and I almost don't feel like it's weird or different anymore, which is also a weird thought. But anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope everything is going all right. And here we are with another solo episode. Today, I had a really hard time figuring out what I wanted to talk about because what I genuinely find with this show is that a lot of the episodes are very authentically inspired. You know, it's like something happened that day or that week or I just read a great book or heard a quote or something inspired me in the moment to want to share with you guys some new strategy or tactic or something, you know, relevant and relatable that's going on now. And today I just didn't have it. I had nothing. Um, You know, there's always so many things I want to share with you guys and so many breakthroughs that I have daily. And today I think I was just thinking a little too hard about it. So I stepped away And I, you know, took some time, did some other things and came back and realized that I wanted to talk a little bit about motivation and kind of what to do when you're feeling like a little bit burnt out or just overwhelmed or you're just kind of over it or you just are lacking some motivation to do things right. I just thought it's very fitting still for this time um, during quarantine and during just this weird different phase of our lives that I would not be surprised if People have lost the motivation to do things and I don't know, that could be you, that could be people around you. I was just talking about how, you know, these at-home workouts, how I'm obsessed with working out and you guys know from every episode, I'm always talking about working out. I love it so much but obviously the landscape of my workouts has changed since quarantine started and doing all these workouts at home has been awesome, but I've also had up and down phases of just not being motivated at all. And I've seen a lot of other people's motivation drop too. And it just got me thinking about motivation in general. What even is motivation? Are we looking for it in the right places? Are we creating too high of standards for our own motivation? And I just thought what a great episode to do today amidst all of this. If you're feeling like you may have lost the motivation or potentially just in life, you wonder sometimes how people can be so motivated. You see someone out there with a strong work ethic and with lots of energy and lots of positivity and you're like, hey, how can I be like that, right? And so as I always do, I want to really dive into what even is motivation? Are we thinking about it? the correct way are we thinking about it in a way that is healthy for us to compare to and for you know for us to um increase our own of it and what what are some actual strategies that we can start implementing today or tomorrow that can improve this so i actually am one of those people who often gets asked like adrian how do you stay so motivated like why are you so motivated on life and doing everything and I just want to touch on this for a second on motivation and then, of course, how we can get more of it. So what the heck is motivation before I can even answer that question? What is motivation? And so I want to tell you guys, I literally looked up the dictionary definition of motivation because I like to do that often. I challenge my own brain to come up with what I think the actual definition of something that I use daily is because often what you'll find is that you have this conception of what something is. You have this idea And when you go look at the definition, sometimes it surprises you a little bit, but it actually surprises you in a good way. It reminds you what that word truly means, what that thing truly is. And sometimes it can help you because you sort of have this moment of like, oh my God, I was thinking about that not the right way and this could actually help me. But let me give you some context because you're probably like, what are you talking about? So what do you guys think? Or Actually, I'll just, I'll run you guys through it. What do you think the definition of motivation is? I want you to literally pause for a second and think about this. If you had to define motivation in a sentence without looking it up, what is it? What is motivation? If you literally have to pause the podcast for a minute, I suggest you do it. Because um, like I said, the definition actually surprised me a little bit. Or I guess it was more just a good little reminder Um Which is why I want you to answer that question and why I think it's important that we get really clear on what motivation means so that we can make sure we're focusing on the right things when we're dwelling on it or when we're dwelling on a lack of it. And so I literally was trying to think like, okay, what is motivation? And I just actually asked my friend that as well without looking it up. And we actually both had pretty much the same answer, which was like, we think of motivation as the driving force behind completing an action or a task. And let me tell you, like, that's literally what I think of when I think of motivation. I think of this force, like this energy, this kind of just like, oh, that's the thing. It's like the force that's pulling someone to do something like they're motivated. They're highly motivated. I think of energy. I think of, um, yeah, just energy, like highly energetic and motivated people. That's kind of what I think of. And it's honestly almost hard to put a finger on what it actually like how to actually describe it. And I'm wondering if you guys relate to that. Do you know what I mean by that? Because I'm wondering how many of you feel the same way. Like, oh, that person's so motivated because they're always doing things. Like they're always doing. They're go go go. They're being productive. They're high energy. Like that's what I think my definition of motivation has has transformed into over the years. Um, and now I'm going to actually tell you the de- the actual definition of it. And we're going to have a nice little major breakthrough, actually, real quick, that will set up the rest of the episode very nicely. So like I said I was a little bit surprised just because you know I don't think I actually ever thought of motivation this way and what the definition in the dictionary says is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. So the reason the actual reason is the motivation right so I read this and I was like, wait, it's the actual reason. It's not the feeling you have like about the reason or the feeling you have that puts you into action. Um, it's actually the reason itself. And I was surprised a little bit, but then I was also I kind of have this aha moment like wait a minute duh if you're motivated to do something it's because the reason you have for doing it is a good one right your motive it's the motivation it's the same as if someone commits a crime what was the motive the word motive is like what was the reason that they committed the crime what was the motivation behind the crime I actually didn't think about that till just now <laughs> but that's very true so if you're motivated to do something you have a reason for doing it And what I've learned is sometimes that reason's not very good, but that's what we're going to unpack today. And if you have a good reason, then you will be more motivated. You will find more motivation within yourself, within your reason behind doing things. And that's how you can increase it. So, for example, you know, if you're motivated, you might be motivated to work out because you want to look and feel better. You might be motivated to make a YouTube video because you love creating and you want to grow a following. Um... You might want to get your work done on time because you want people to know that they can count on you and that you're reliable. So these are all like, these are all whys. These are all reasons behind doing certain actions. When you really dig deep, why am I doing this, right? Well, it's for a reason. And if there isn't a reason, that's when you got to reevaluate and say, well, why am I Why am I even doing this? Like, What's the point? No wonder I'm not motivated. I don't have a reason. I don't have a motive to do it. And then sometimes this funny thing happens, right? Where we think, We have the greatest why in the whole world and yet we still cannot get ourselves to take the action. And if you're sitting there like, okay, of course I want to look and feel better and be healthy, but like it ain't getting me to work out more and I don't know what's happening. (laughs) If that's where you're at right now, I totally feel you. Don't worry. And that's okay. That does happen sometimes. And honestly, that dives into kind of a whole nother element that I have spoken about on the podcast before and that is... um, how to actually like trick your mind into doing those hard things so how to actually build and form those new habits that seem very daunting and challenging and they seem like habits that you don't want to do but you want to do if you know what i mean you want to do them for what it'll mean for you but the actual task itself the actual action is hard um so i, I will actually link another episode that i did in the show notes it's called how to trick your mind into doing hard things and it'll literally change that around 100 so if you are struggling with that I suggest listening to this episode or that episode if you need help. But for our purposes today, we're going to stick to assessing and finding your why, your motivation, and then we're going to get into some proven, amazing strategies for gaining more of it and to be able to do the things that you have to do when you just don't feel like doing them. Okay, so back to the question, how do I stay so motivated? Well, guys, it's simple. First, I don't always stay so motivated, okay? Like, that's the truth. I don't always. I am not always. It may appear that I am always so motivated. But remember, that's just how it appears. That's just what you're seeing. You know, it might not be actually what's going on. And it's not. I'm not always so, so motivated. Am I amped to get up and tackle the day and get things done and spit some knowledge on you guys and make an impact in the world? Heck, yeah. Am I like that level of amped, though, every minute of every day? Of course not. That, that wouldn't be honestly normal if I was. Every second, people would probably think there was something wrong with me or I was. Anyway, <laughs> um, but it doesn't mean that I don't do what I have to do anyway. So just because I'm not that level of high, intensely motivated every minute doesn't mean that I'm not still getting the things done that I have to do, whether it's complete the work, do that workout, wake up early, whatever it is, I might not be motivated for it in that moment but I still get it done. And spoiler alert, you can too. And we're getting into it. We're getting close. So secondly, and most importantly to the answer, how do I stay so motivated? First, I don't always. But secondly, the most important is that I love what I chose to make my life. Every part of it, I love what I chose. So it's very easy for me to be highly motivated because I love the things that I chose to do, right? So even the worst Quote, I put this in air quotes the worst of things, even the worst of things that I have to do or the tasks that I dread are still so amazing to me relative to what it could be or what I maybe wouldn't want to do. And all it takes sometimes is just a small reminder of that. You know, sometimes I might be tired and I might have to muster up a lot of energy to like film a YouTube video. Or maybe I have to film some Instagram stories and submit them to a brand. And in some people's minds, it's like, that's the easiest thing in the whole world. And like, okay, first of all, there is more work and time that goes into things like that than I think the average person would assume. But aside from that, like, yeah, it's filming an Instagram story. Like, how fun, right? So even though sometimes I'm tired and I don't want to do it, I remind myself, like, hello, this is your job? Like, your job is to literally put things on Instagram and put things on YouTube and create dope content. You get to chill in your room in literal sweatpants and film a video and be on camera and wear cute clothes and share knowledge and important things and impact and influence this incredible audience you guys obviously and other people in the world are in a cubicle crunching numbers all day and listen there's nothing wrong with crunching numbers all day I'm not hating on any other types of jobs like everyone hopefully has a job that they enjoy and that works for them But it just that wouldn't make me happy. And therefore, I would not have a reason to want to do that. And therefore, I would not be motivated to do that. Because remember, motivation is the reason. So if I was crunching numbers in a cubicle all day, I would have no motivation. Because I would sit there every day and wonder, why am I doing this? This does not make me happy. This does not fulfill me. I do not enjoy this. And therefore, I have no motivation to do it. And I want to mention, we don't need to or want to really compare ourselves to others all the time or often but I will say one instance where it really does help to compare yourself and I actually learned about this in my Yale course on happiness the science of well-being which I highly recommend by the way Um, But something I learned there is that it actually can be very useful to remind yourself of how good you have it and sometimes in comparison to what it could be. Whether you're comparing it to what it used to be for you, like, oh, well, remember five years ago when I only dreamed of having YouTube be my job and now, look, it's my job, right? So you can compare to your past self. You can compare to others in a healthy way that is to say, hey, look what makes them happy and what they're doing. I could be for lack of a better word, stuck doing that, doing that thing that they love, but I don't love and I don't choose to do. So it can actually be a helpful tool to kind of have a moment of comparing yourself, but only for the sake of being very aware and accepting of where you're at now and what you have. Um, And at the end of the day, it's really just gratitude. It all comes down to that. So do you see what I'm getting at here? If motivation is the reason why we do what we do, then basically, to put it bluntly, we better have dang good reasons for doing what we do or we won't be motivated at all. So that's the first step in all of this is do a little self-assessment to understand why are you lacking motivation or drive to do something. You know, on those days when you just don't feel like it, why is that? There will be some times when it's literally just like, that's just the day it is like I'm just having a day and I just don't feel like it but other times you'll see patterns and you'll see recurring you know places where you lack motivation or for me for example I'm a procrastinator so sometimes it's not that I don't have motivation it's that until I'm in that moment where the pressure's on and I have a deadline like it is really hard for me to motivate myself to start And we'll get into a little bit of that later. But yeah, the first thing we can all do is a little self-assessment to understand why you are lacking the motivation. And this in part means also identifying the whys behind everything you do. Why are you doing each thing you do? And it sounds silly, but literally break it down for everything in your life, for every work task, for every, you know, errand you have to run. Why do you have to do it? And of course, there are things like taxes that are not things we love, but we have to do because we are you know citizens of a country and we have to pay our taxes right but we're talking about the things that are in your control the things that make up the life that you are creating for yourself so one example of a great why for you guys is that you love it so a good why for something that's how you know it's a good thing you could definitely you know be more motivated to do it if you love it and I'm not talking about necessarily each individual task but you love the sum that is made up of all the parts, right? So for example, I don't like paying my taxes, like I said, but I pay my taxes because I own and operate a business in Los Angeles and running a business has been a goal of mine since I graduated school. It was always on my horizon and when I first filed my LLC and made it official, it was like I had to talk to these attorneys and deal with all these, you know, behind the scenes kind of number crunching things that I didn't love but it was so funny because in that moment I actually was so motivated to do it and actually kind of enjoyed doing it because what it meant was that I had achieved that goal I had started that business and I was now seeing it in physical legal form like I was seeing the actual proof that I did what I set out to do which was own and operate and create a business that can financially support me and You know, it's a whole journey, but I remind myself every time I'm doing anything, every time I have to call up, you know, a lawyer or have a call with someone for a work thing. I'm like, this is so cool that I get to set these calls for my business that I run, even this podcast episode right now. Like, I chose to start a podcast, and this is now my work because I chose to make it my work. And there are days when I'm not as motivated to record a podcast, of course. But at the end of the day, like I created this for a reason and it was because I love it and I want to impact people and I want to teach people and you know what? My taxes are all just a part of that bigger journey, right? So like I said, um, I want you guys to kind of come up with your whys for all of the things that you do and, you know, for me with my job again, there are many, many whys. I also need to make money so I can pay bills and survive. That's a why, but what's different is like I could do that in many different other ways. Like I didn't need to create my own business and be an entrepreneur and go through these ups and downs of this journey. I could have worked somewhere else and had stability and had security and that would have taken care of that need, right? But I chose to do what I you know do today to carve and create this path for myself because one day I decided that it mattered to me that I did something that I love every single day. And it mattered to me that I don't do things that I don't love. And let me tell you, it's been a lot easier to stay motivated when I've loved what I do for a living. So that's that's just kind of one little personal tidbit there. So now, if you just can't find the motivation to do certain things sometimes, it also might be because you're doing it for the wrong reason. So you might have a why. You might have that reason, but it might not be the right reason or it might not be a good reason. So what are examples of... Wise or reasons that might not be so great, and the biggest one that kind of comes up is doing something for anyone but yourself. So doing something because everyone else is doing it, doing something to impress someone else that you're not really interested in, doing something because you want to fit in or think that you need to do it because everyone else is. It's like if all my friends were getting good at yoga. And I thought, oh, so I should be too because all my friends are. Well, wait a minute. Yoga might not be what makes me happy. And in fact, I don't even like yoga. So of course I'm not. I wouldn't be motivated to do yoga. So like, why would I, right? I shouldn't. And it really is that simple, you guys. If you're sitting there and you're like, why am I doing this? Okay, I'm doing it because all my friends are. What kind of a reason is that? You know, like I wouldn't do it if that's your reason. And I do understand there are some times where it's like, okay, well, I want to be able to talk about the things that my friends are talking about and they're always talking about this. But there are other ways. There are just other ways. You just should be doing something because you want to do it and you have your own reason that is not just, you know, because everyone else is doing it. And here's the thing. Your reason for getting up in the morning is going to be different from other people's. And that's always going to be the case. Like everyone is motivated differently and everyone has different reasons. And since motivation is your reason, you can only find this within yourself. Okay? So now let's get into the nitty gritty, the actual you can do these tomorrow strategies because we're all about that here on this podcast. If you're new here, hello. Here we give a lot of actionable strategies, tactics, techniques. So we talk about, you know, relatable things that happen in, in your guys' lives. But I actually always try to give you a takeaway. I want you guys to be able to leave every episode not only feeling inspired and motivated and driven, but also having tangible, actionable things you can do right now or tomorrow morning to actually start, you know, making these changes and and making progress on whatever it is that you are doing. So we're going to get into these strategies. And let me be clear about one thing. There is a balance, I kind of already talked about this a little bit, that sometimes we do have to do things we don't want to do, right? Sometimes we have to do those annoying tasks as interns, for example. Like if any of you have ever had an internship, um, or even just your first job ever. I used to work at Baskin Robbins, the ice cream shop when I was 16. (laughs) Super fun. Uh, But sometimes I had to do stupid, annoying things like clean the bathrooms. All right. Now, Baskin Robbins isn't a good good example. I'm going to talk about the internships because there's a reason. Um, But, you know, sometimes you have to do those small or tedious or annoying or kind of gross things like clean the bathrooms or run and get coffee for people. But, the thing is, it's so worth doing those things because you're showing that employer that no task is too big or small and that you are there to contribute and that you have a good work ethic and you deserve to be there and potentially you deserve a raise, right? So like there are times when those little tasks, you might not want to do them. You might not be motivated to do them. But overall, they're a part of, again, that kind of greater journey. They're the sums, the su- the no, they're the parts that are equaling. No, what's that quote? They're the, the whole is only a sum of its parts. Okay, so they're the parts that are leading to the whole. There we go. We love a good metaphor or reference that I can't even say correctly. <laughs> anyway, so even then though, right, we want to remember the why. And the why there would be you want to prove yourself so you can potentially get that job offer at the end of the internship. And that is reason enough. So I just want to make clear that I'm not necessarily talking about just not loving a certain task, like not, you're not going to love cleaning a toilet, but If that is part of the journey and if the overall why is like, well, I want to be a yes man. Like, I want to say yes to tasks no matter how big or small because I want to give this impression so that I can land this job. Like, that's fantastic and that's incredible. So... Some of these strategies, I'm about to give you guys four strategies and each person is different. Some of these strategies will work very well for you. Some won't. And that's okay. I just want to be clear. That's completely okay. Do what works for you. You may hear one of these and be like, aha, that's it. I'm going to try this tomorrow. You may be like, three of them suck. I'm going to do one. And you guys, it's all okay. Do what works for you. I have tried actually all of these strategies myself um, and some work, some don't for me personally. But here we go. Strategy number 1. This is one of my personal favorite strategies and it's called the Ivy Lee method. So basically, it's this 100-year-old method that helps people to be more productive. And I'm all about those productivity hacks, always trying to like do more by or achieve more by doing less. So the Ivy Lee method goes like this. When you're making your daily to-do list, which I always recommend making the night before, as you guys know, and actually Ivy Lee also recommended making the night before. You want to be sure to identify the six most important things that you have to get done. So basically, if your day ended and you only got half your list done, which six of those things could you not survive with having not gotten done that day? Like, which are the six most important? These have to be done tonight or sorry, today or things will be bad. So you identify those six. And actually, in the official Ivy Lee method, he has you only identify six and you don't actually make a total to do list. You just put six things down in order of priority and then the next day you basically just tackle them like one then the other in order from start to finish so he has you just identify six I actually like to split my planner page in half and on the left write my hour by hour schedule with like everything that I imagine I'm going to do at each time and of course that changes as the day goes on but then on the right side I identify the six main things that have to happen and I always make sure that those six things are placed into the hourly calendar as well but that way I kind of can look at both and I can look at everything I have to do and then I can look at what are my top six priorities and if I ever am running behind or I need to move anything around I can always know that those six things are the priority so if I have to push something it's not those six things and this just kind of helps me to um to organize and strategize and just be more productive um But the reason why this strategy is good for motivation is because a lot of times our lack of motivation can come from uh, just having a task that's big or daunting or hard. It it sometimes is the hardest thing to start or the project that's going to be the longest, and it's it's very hard to tackle those. So when you decide that you're going to get the most daunting tasks out of the way first, It not only ensures that you actually complete the thing that you don't want to do. So you're like, all right, I know it's going to be done. I won't risk not finishing it. But it also clears your mind of any anxiety or stress that you may have been thinking about for the rest of the day. Like if it's not done, you're constantly thinking about it. But if you just finish it first thing, it's off your plate. It's out of your mind. Done, right? So that's strategy number one, the Ivy Lee method. Pick the six most important things and tackle them first. And most important could be hardest, most daunting thing that you like the least it can be any any way that you decide to prioritize those six is valid Strategy number two, so if starting with the biggies don't work for you, which it doesn't work for everyone. I have had, I really like this strategy, but I've I've also found myself having trouble tackling all the biggest things first because I have a lot of little admin tasks like emails and checking like DMs and comments and, you know, just little things that I stress out about if I don't get done first. So this doesn't work for everyone. But if you guys don't like the daunting tasks first, uh, method then strategy number two is where you can actually try starting something else first so let's say you're like not feeling like it you have to go do this task and you just don't feel like it if you actually decide to take a different work tasks like like anything else that you enjoy just remotely more than that one and you start doing that oftentimes that can just help you like get that ball rolling and get into work mode and I've said this before So you guys know, but starting is the hardest part of literally anything like starting is hard and it can also take the most energy to start like to get in that zone to go from zero to a hundred like you're going from nothing or just waking up or whatever it is and you're completely transforming into work mode and it's honestly kind of like starting up a literal car. I think I've heard that your engine going like turning on going from zero to on Um, And just functioning in a second is actually, it takes more power and gas to turn on your engine than it does to like stop and go and stop and go when you're, when it's on, but you're idling. I could be making that up. Don't fact check me. (laughs) Actually do fact check me. I'm curious because I've heard that, um, that starting a car takes more energy. And to be honest, it makes total sense. So it's the same with starting a tough task or a project or a business going from zero and taking even the first very little step sometimes takes a lot in the moment to go from zero to starting. But you'll find that once you've done that, you get on this roll and into a zone, and it's just always so much easier after that than you'd ever expect, way easier. You just gotta start, right? Just because you can't see the staircase doesn't mean you don't have to, or you can't take the first step. I'm all about the quotes today, this is this is good. <laughs> Okay, strategy number three. So that all leads to strategy number three, which is to break the thing down into tiny bite-sized pieces and only tackle the beginning first. So you'll notice the task, like if you have a giant project or even something that's going to, you know, last over weeks or months, Uh, if you're anything like Adrian over here, then you are a giant procrastinator and it's really, really hard to break that down and actually start. If it were me, I'm probably waiting till the last week and doing it all then. But let me tell you, I I don't recommend. Um, So if you do break the task into tiny bite-sized pieces that are all way more easily achievable, what you'll find is that the task becomes completely less daunting. Because when you see it laid out that way in easy, small steps, you're just like, Okay, cool, I can do that. And honestly, it tricks your brain a little bit. And that's all that you need sometimes to get going. And secondly, often you'll find that once you've tackled the beginning, you end up finding the drive to keep going. So again, it's with that whole starting, just if you can start, you may actually be way more in the zone than you think and then have the motivation to do the next thing. And I also I always find that this happens in my day to day life when I'm very busy. So if I have a super packed day with calls and meetings and videos and this and that and like every minute of my day is pretty booked, I always find that those are the days that I'm actually the most motivated to like use the 30 minutes I have in between calls and like shoot that email that I've been meaning to send. I feel like so highly motivated when I'm super busy because and I find that it's already like I'm already in that zone. Versus when I have a day that's wide open in terms of calls and meetings and all I have to do is like film a video and do my own work on my own schedule, those are the days that it's way harder for me to muster up the energy to do things. It's almost like when I'm forced into this tiny window of time, I have more energy and more motivation, which makes sense because if I'm a procrastinator, then I perform well under pressure, (laughs) meaning sometimes I need that pressure. And if I have a busy day, there's the pressure. So that's strategy number three. We can create that momentum by breaking everything down into smaller pieces. And honestly, you just kind of get in the zone and then anything's possible when you're in that zone. And finally, strategy number four, speaking of putting things off like I do, if you're someone who puts things off and that's kind of how your lack of motivation shows up within you, then having an accountability buddy or any sort of method of you know, keeping yourself accountable can sometimes be all you need. And it's, it's very simple, but it does a lot to our psyche. Telling a friend, telling someone, you know, of a commitment that you're making and having them follow up with you and make sure that you've done it or check in and, you know, text you in three hours and make sure you submitted your project or ask you if you've worked out or sharing even your, um, I share my Apple watch Uh, like health data with a couple of my close friends so every time I finish a workout they get alerted and I've had people tell me before that they weren't going to work out and they got my notification that I just finished a workout and it literally motivated them to go work out (laughs) which I actually think is really really cool again if it's in a healthy way it can be really motivating so having an accountability buddy can seriously help so so much with mustering up that strength and that motivation to do something Um, and actually literally this is like proven studies have shown over and over that telling someone else the thing you have to do increases your chances of completing the task by actually 65 percent and then if you actually schedule or set some sort of like accountability appointment like my friend Lauren and I have talked about before um, have these meetings every week that where we basically just have 30 minutes each to talk to each other about whatever we want or get advice or Kind of hold each other accountable for our projects. And then we set goals for the next week's meeting and we do it again. And I'm telling you, that has improved my motivation and just like ability to complete things and to stay on schedule, knowing that someone else has my schedule written down and they're going to ask me about it. And, you know, I'm going to need to show up to that meeting with material. So, not only is telling someone helpful, but also actually setting kind of an appointment or a meeting or, you know, a certain time every week that you check in with someone or every day, um, that increases people's ability and chance of completing a task by another 95%. So basically accountability, super proven to help and highly recommend. All right, you guys. So those are the four strategies and that actually completes today's episode, which is on what to do when you just don't feel like doing This is a little bit of a shorter episode, but as you guys know, sometimes I dive really deep into something and I throw a lot of information at you. So I wanna let this kind of settle. I wanna let you guys really think about what it means to you to be motivated and, and what your motivations are for doing everything that you're doing. And are you happy with what you're doing? And do you like the life that you've created? And if you don't like certain things, How can you take those first measures and steps to make changes? Because anything is possible. You guys know this. We can create and live the absolute dream life. Nothing will stop us. All you got to do is listen to every episode of Self Made CEO and you'll be good. Just kidding. Except not. Anyway, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you guys so much for coming on. As always, you can listen to the Self Made CEO podcast anywhere where podcasts are available. And... If you want to leave a rating, a five-star rating preferably, and a review over on Apple Podcasts, that would mean the absolute world to me. You can also tag me or the self-made CEO in your Instagram stories to get reposted and go ahead and follow that account. If you want some daily inspiration, motivation, quotes, all the things. And yeah, I will see you guys in my next episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking every single step to improve your life, to transform yourself. You guys are amazing. and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.